Welcome, my name is Amapola Ramirez and this is Chicana Moms Podcast. In this podcast, I talk to you about my life as a Chicana. As a professional, I want to share with you my knowledge. Tenemos todos un propósito en este mundo. Unidas, creamos cambio. Vamos a empezar. Happy New Year! I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful New Year's Eve. And today is the first day of the 365 days of 2019. Doesn't it feel like a fresh start? I don't know. For me, it does. It might sound a little corny, but for me to know that it's like the first day, the first day, I see it as a blank sheet of paper in my chapters that I'm going to be writing, <laughs> that I'm going to be living in my life. And it just feels really good. It really does. It really does. Uh, my New Year's was pretty chill. Um, I normally don't like to go out um, because I have my kids and um, I don't know. I like to spend New Year's with them. So that's the reason why. I don't know. <laughs> I've always been like that. Um, so yeah, you guys, I'm so excited um, because I have so many goals that I will be accomplishing. I'm going to throw it out there like that because I feel confident about them. And today I wanted to start off with a topic that, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, what topic am I going to talk about today? And I just try to give myself a moment of silence to just kind of like be in tune with myself so that I can um, think about a, the topics that I really feel connected to um, and just where I'm going to flow. Because when there is a topic that I discuss and it just feels good in my heart, I just flow in a very freaking awesome manner. But I I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of people in the beginning of the year that want to just, um, you know, that we all feel, I, I'm assuming, right? I'm assuming that we all feel like this urge of like, we got to do this, we got this, you know, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to take care of myself, I'm going to connect with myself. And that's really good. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a certain time in our lives where it just kind of goes a little downhill. So, and that's okay. You know, we're human beings. It's going to happen. There's no way that we're going to be in this like high mode for the rest of the year. You know, there's going to be moments where we're going to feel like shit. <laughs> we're just going to not, well, yeah, we're not going to feel okay. It's okay to not be okay sometimes. Um, and we just have to trust, trust in yourself, trust in God. If you believe in God, there's no space for fear. That's just something that happens helped me personally and I was thinking about how the gyms get really packed you know and there's so much healthy eating which is there's nothing wrong with that but I do want to say that no matter what pace you are going I mean what I'm trying to say is like no matter how fast you feel you're going or how slow you're going or however you want to perceive it if you feel that's right for you go for it how do we learn as human beings you guys we learn by making mistakes. 
So if you feel like I just started my year and oh my God, I just cheated. Don't look at life in a way of like, oh, I'm in a diet. I've been eating good and now I cheated because me con burrito de carne asada. No, it's okay. Enjoy that burrito de carne asada as long as you don't eat it all the time, meaning like almost every day or every two, three days. Um, but enjoy it. Just enjoy. Don't bring in guilt, you know, into your life and this cycle of I messed up. And diets, I've talked about this in my previous podcast, Healthy Habits um, or Healthy Eating, I believe. I can't remember the topic, but I did mention the importance of creating a healthy lifestyle at your pace and our culture plays a very important role in our foods you guys I know for a fact that I'm not ever going to let go of my Mexican delicious food I can make them at home using alternative healthier ingredients and it can still you know taste the same there's certain things I get it there's certain things that we can't get which I've been looking for it's the um the hominy and uh, how do you say it that um yeah the hominy that's what it's called the hominy for the pozole i'll make pozole of chicken organic chicken but the hominy itself i can't find it organic and that's the only thing it's okay i don't eat it all the time but either way what i'm trying to say of what the topic i'm going to talk to you about today is a topic that sometimes we don't really dissect in the manner of looking at it between life or death and it's interesting because there's more people dying over a disease than car accidents and because food depending on the food the processed food if you're eating a lot of processed foods on a daily basis you're going to get sick and if you get sick then you know, everything just kind of goes downhill. But I want to dissect that word of what I'm trying to say to you, what a healthy lifestyle is and what an unhealthy lifestyle is and how it's between life or death. It really is. Our health is so important. We hear it, we read it, you know, we see it. So, I mean, everywhere, take care of your body, take care of your body. And I really just wanted to take that time right now um, in this podcast to start off the year with giving you more food for thought. That's always my thing. I just want to give you food for thought. Do your research. Everything you hear here, <laughs> everything you hear with me, did that sound right? And everything that you hear from me here <laughs> in this podcast. Um, do your research anywhere you get information do your research so that you know that what you're doing is good for you and if you accept it in your life so I'm gonna talk to you about a lifestyle a healthy lifestyle and how this unhealthy lifestyle that maybe you continue to live and maybe you've never thought about you know changing it up or maybe you have but you're just feel stuck I want to tell you that it is between life or death if you do not make that shift to a healthy lifestyle okay so we're gonna talk about it I'm gonna talk to you about it and so let's get started
right, so I'm gonna start off by telling you that I am a certified health coach, okay? So anything that I say um, is for you to think about it. And like I said in the intro, go and do your research, ask your doctor, ask your naturopathic doctor, um, and get that second opinion, third opinion, fourth, fifth, tenth, whatever opinion, if you feel that, you know, mm, I want to try that, but I'm not sure if that works for me. So just to let you know, I'm just a certified health coach. I'm not a doctor. So I am just going to implement a lot of my knowledge when it comes to health um, and also mental health, because those two are so important. Okay. So a lot of the times when we hear people having heart attacks, cancer, any chronic um, illness, um, Alzheimer's, diabetes, all of those begin to develop in the body due to inflammation. Inflammation is what gets to harm the body. Now, the Latin word for inflammation is inflammare which the definition for that is to set on fire. So if you were to lift up your arm and if, you know, lift, put your sleeve up, if you have long sleeve on, and you scratch your arm up and down for a couple of minutes, and then you keep scratching and scratching more. What if I told you keep scratching for a day? Even, even a day is a lot, right? But even if I were to tell you do it for an hour, you'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to make myself bleed. That's exactly what happens in the body. So the body starts to pretty much protect itself. The white cells start to attack like, hey, something's wrong. Let's go help out. But too much of that obviously causes harm because it's like, it's a fire. You know, if, if you're scratching your arm, and you keep scratching and it starts to burn, right? Imagine every single day, every month, every year. Because all the body is getting is processed foods. So this is just a small little intro, you guys. Again, do your research if you want to learn more on inflammation. There's so many more information online. There's books. Um, but I'm just giving you a short kind of like boost as to hopefully triggering you to learn more about that. So the word inflammation um, comes from the word Latin, inflammare, that's pretty much says to set on fire. And people who get like ronchas, you know, like rashes, people are like, oh, it itches so bad. It feels like it's burning. People who are diabetic, they feel like their feet are on fire. That is all inflammation. Now, I wanted to give you these numbers because when I saw them, I was like, what? This is insane. This is why I decided to call this podcast Between Life or Death, okay? Because there's more people dying from illnesses than car accidents. I'm not saying they, that doesn't happen. It does happen, but the number is less. Look. I'm going to read you here. This is the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. And these are the leading causes of death 
Um, and this was in 2016, but obviously, and hopefully, um, this is the latest one that I, that I found. And I guess later on, as we move forward, I would love to compare the numbers from 2016 to maybe 2018 and see what um, has happened there. Okay, so the number of deaths um, for leading causes of death, heart disease is the number one. That's 635,260 people that have died. Heart attacks is a top on the list. So that means there's a lot, a lot of people walking around with so much inf inflammation that they're probably like a taco away from a heart attack. It, it's scary. It's scary. The second one is cancer. Um, 598,038 deaths. And here doesn't say like the ages, you know, but this is just overall um, statistic. The third one is accidents. So this is unintentional injuries. And that was 161,376. Now let's look at the heart disease again. 635,260 deaths. And accidents itself is 161,374 deaths. Wow. Okay. And the chronic lower respiratory disease is 156. I'm sorry, 154,596. And strokes, 142,142. And Alzheimer's disease is 116,103. And diabetes is 80,058. And the other one here is the pneumonia, the influenza, and pneumonia is 51,537. And when it comes to suicide, in, uh, intentional self-harm of suicide is 44,965. So pretty much with these numbers, you guys, um, it, it's, it's scary because the heart disease, it's the one that pops out. I mean, they're all important. Right, we're not dismissing any of them. Heart disease, cancer, strokes, etc. All of that, all of those that I just read are disease. Good diseases that happen in the body, and how do they happen? What are we feeding our body? Are you drinking soda regularly? Are you snacking processed high fructose corn syrup snacks on a daily basis? Are you drinking a lot of coffee every day? Because that's your go-to to bring yourself up to get motivated. And there's a lot of sugar and pesticide coffee, beans. I mean, I'm trying to dissect the, the typical things of what I've heard many people eat. And I think that those are pretty much a top-notch. There's a lot, you know food like oh I'm gonna go get food and it's like what is it oh it's just there's a lot of carbs right it's okay to sometimes eat it if you crave it you have to feed your cravings but this is between life or death you guys if we do not be careful of the foods that we are putting into our bodies now this is where I want to dissect this okay 
we know for a fact that there's heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes, etc. And that it starts with inflammation in the body, the chronic inflammation, right? It's pretty much setting, setting the body on fire. But how do these things start to happen? Well, hmm, our emotions. That's just my theory, you guys. Well, no, I'm not making it up. Actually, I'm not. I'm saying it because that's what I gravitate to based on my knowledge as a health coach, as a therapist, intern, quote, not to quote that in because I'm not licensed yet. I haven't even graduated yet, but I'm an intern and I'm learning so much. This is why I'm putting all of these things and reading so much about this. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to explain to you why. I think that our emotions have a lot to do with the foods that we're eating. So our emotions guide us to make decisions and choices. Think about it. If you feel happy and you wake up and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym today. I feel really good. But if you wake up not feeling so motivated, you feel sad frustrated and angry you're like you know what I just don't want to do anything right now but there are people that say no 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 no. they catch the sounds and they're like no I'm not going to put myself in that rut and I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym and there's those type right but our thoughts control our emotions so if we control our thoughts and we control our emotions we're able to make better decisions does that make sense So emotions guide to decision choices. When someone is in the street and they're angry and they just have this rage and they mug someone, are they mugging them just like because it's all something just made me do it? Well, that something that made them do it was rage, was anger, was emotions. Okay, so the choices impact our lives. We all have choices, but I think this, are, this is where we can become very overwhelmed. There's not one, there's no two, there's no three, there's no four. A lot of times there's so many options on a menu that it's like, what do I eat? Or we are like, it, they're so, in our society now, it's so easy to get food. Like you can call it in and they bring you the food, right? Or you can go drive through and get food, but that's not healthy food. Sometimes it's okay if you crave it, go for it. But again, don't do it daily. So the choices impact our lives. And those choices, we have two choices, you guys. So let's not complicate our lives. We have two choices. One, healthy lifestyle. Eating as healthier as possible, yet understanding that it's okay to crave sometimes those burritos, those sopes, those pozoles, those quesadillas, that hamburger, that fries. But as long as you know, you come back. My lifestyle, for example, it's um, 80% healthy and 20% unhealthy. Because when I want pizza, I'll eat it. And then I'll bring myself back to my 80 and I'll kind of jump. That's just how it's been. Like I, I jump into my 20%, but I'm usually stuck more in my 80% 
but I do allow myself to eat health, unhealthy food sometimes. But the thing is that I have disciplined myself to jump back, not to get stuck there. Does that make sense? So you can create it. I'm not saying you have to do 80 like me and then 20%. You can do, start off with, you know what, I'm going to start with, I don't know, 50-50 and then 60, you know, and then so forth and just changing it as you go forward. But the, that I already know. I already know myself. So now those two choices that I was talking to you about are between life or death. If you are stuck in a very unhealthy lifestyle, and what is an unhealthy lifestyle? An unhealthy lifestyle is smoking, drinking consistently, um, not sleeping well, eating a lot of processed foods, what I call also Frankenstein foods, because there's no vitamins in anything. Um, what else? Anger, like bringing, like always being angry and not taking accountability for your actions and just you know, blaming things onto people. Like the reason my life's like this is because my mother, you know, at this point we're adults. We have to, I'm not saying we're going to, just because we're adults, it's going to be easy to just kind of let go of things. I don't even want to perceive it that way. What I'm just trying to say is at this point, because we're adults, um, we have that choice again, two choices to live a good life, to ask for help or the opposite continue to be stuck and don't ask for help and then things are going to get out of control and they're going to wonder why is this happening to me so asking for help is also part of a healthy lifestyle okay so the emotions that I was talking about how our emotions that you know the thoughts control our emotions and then our emotions kind of guide us to make those choices so when it comes to unhealthy lifestyle, there's a lot of emotional eating. If you feel like, wow, I, I eat a lot. I eat a lot. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that it has to do with some sort of trauma or some sort of pain. Something that you're still going through that you have been numbing for years. And this is where professional help comes in many people think if I go look for professional help that's because I have a problem and I don't want to put myself in this I don't know what label of having a problem because I don't want to have a problem guess what we all have a problem every single human being in this planet has some sort of problem relationship obviously personal, right? And finances. I mean, there's always some sort of problem, you guys. There's always some sort of problem. So let's not lie to ourselves. This emotional eating, where is it coming from? If you feel like you're bored and you're eating, you're, I don't know, you're sad and you're eating, you're happy and you're eating, if food is taking over your body to where it's not giving you health, it's because there's a root. There's a root. There's a problem going on in your life that maybe you have not yet really fully digged in to be able to accept and let go. 
and it's deep, yes, but the work belongs to you. You have to do the work. Let me tell you something. I love to help people. I love to share knowledge. I love it. I just, if I find something and I'm just like, oh my God, people need to know. I just love to share it. One of the things about having my business is that in order for me to be present with my clients to me, to create that impact, I mean, not just with my clients, but also with my family and my friends and myself and my clients, in order for me to be present, guess what I have to do? I have to take care of myself to be able to continue to carry that message to impact lives, right? So how do we advance in life? How do we, how do we make sure we make an impact or succeed? Guess what? You have to be alive. You have to be alive to continue your mission. I mean, yes, we'll leave a legacy behind, but it's so awesome to know that if you have the opportunity to take care of yourself physically and mentally, then you're really living the life. So health is so important, but mental health is also important. The emotional eating, everything has a reason. I'm giving you food for thought. Think about it. If, you, if you're seeing a therapist, talk to them. There's a lot of professionals out there who are willing to help you. But the thing is, they're not going to know that you, specifically you, are going to need the help because they don't know your name. They don't have your number because you haven't reached out and because you haven't shared. Okay? And you don't have to share with anyone that you're seeing a therapist. You don't have to, especially in our culture. Estás loco. Estás loca. ¿Para qué vas a ir a ver un terapeuta? Etc. No, no, no. You know what? Keep it yourself. This is for you. Okay? It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to ask for help. Now, there's also other choices that impact our lives, which is relationships. If you are not good emotionally, you're going to rush into things. You're going to be angry. You're going to be impatient. And you're going to rush into probably relationships. You're probably going to think, like, why am I dating losers? Why am I dating this specific pattern? Like, why? Why? Think about it. It could be so many things. It can be you still wanting to think that fulfillment of that male in your life because your father wasn't in the picture or vice versa. If it's a male, right? And still like sleeping with all these women and it's kind of like still seeking that attention from that female who him growing up didn't get from his mother. I mean, that's just an example of many reasons why as human beings we all lack the love of one or both parents the lack of love or attention well I would say you know love okay because when there's attention there's love right in a positive manner that's what I'm trying to say so with relationships nowadays you guys like everyone rushes in relationships like oh have sex right away and then you wonder why he didn't call you because they already got what they wanted you know what I mean? Like with the relationships, just like they ha- people have to earn your trust. You, it, it, I think it just goes vice versa. We teach people how to treat us, you guys. 
So with relationships and thinking, okay, now you might be thinking, okay, you're talking about relationships, talking about health, but how is this between life or death? This is why I'm going to tell you how even it's between life or death. If you do not have a healthy lifestyle and you go, let's say around sleeping around, okay, and you're like, I just want to have like a relationship, but I'm so impatient that I end up having sex with someone. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there like that. Okay. Cause that's unfortunately what happens. Um, Oh, guess what? STDs. Shit. I didn't take care of myself and damn, now it led to cancer. I don't know because I've heard of things like that happen. Um, I'm in an abusive relationship, a domestic violence relationship because I didn't, I wasn't patient enough and, um, he almost killed me and, and guess what? Some women have died. Some kids even have died. And I'm pretty sure even males, because let's not forget the fact that there's a lot of also abusive women out there towards their males. So, um, with relationship that can, it it is, it's also between life or death, the lifestyle that you live, if it's unhealthy, unhealthy things will happen. If you live a healthy lifestyle, of course, you're going to feel good because there's going to be that outcome of that healthy action. Okay. The other thing about, um, choices that impact our lives based on emotions also has to do with, um, finances, with our finances. You can be a shop, a shopper. Yeah. You can go out and shop and spend all your money. People gamble right? And they buy online. Now it's even worse because now it's like, you don't even have your money. You never, you don't even see it anymore. It's just like in your account and you use your debit card to buy all these things. So you can shop out of emotion. I'm bored. I'm stressed. I'm going to go shop. I remember buying this one bag a while back and it said, um, shopping is my therapy. And then after like, I was like, this is so wrong. (laughs) Shopping should not be our therapy. And it was like, oh my God, because that's the way I, I would see it. You guys in the past, I would see like, I'm going to go shopping. I'm so stressed. I'm going to go shopping. I'm like bored. I'm going to go shopping. Like, oh, I feel like shit. I'm just gonna go shopping. It was like the worst thing. I am so thankful that I caught myself because it was just like insane. It was insane. I mean, not to the point where I was like, oh my God, I wasted my money and I don't have money to buy food, except not to that. Thank God. But it's either way, it was not good. So with finances, we just have to be very careful, like what healthy choices and unhealthy choices am I making, right? Because going back to the relationship a little bit, when you have a healthy relationship, you're able to stop and think before you do something. That's being responsible. The same thing with finances, right? I'm going to stop and think before I buy. A lot of marriages end due to financial problems because either both are overspenders they overspend um or one spends more than the other etc i mean there's other reasons also of why relationships end right but that's just also one of the problems that happen in relationships um when you have a healthy i think i said this already but when you have a healthy lifestyle you're able to make better choices because you're like oh I take care of myself I love my body and because I love my body I love my health I love my life I love where I'm going and I'm going to make better choices to be able to get to a place where I'm at peace and that helps you to stop and think before you do something before you spend before you rush into a relationship before you snap at your partner (laughs) 
you know, before you choose, should I eat a salad or should I eat um, or drink a shake instead of a soda, etc. Now, outcomes of risky behaviors, like I mentioned earlier a little bit, is in relationships, you know, unprotected sex, drugs, violence, unhealthy eating, processed foods, um, dysfunctional relationships. So we want to make sure that we don't get stuck in that, okay? Now, why is it between life or death? And why is all of this attached to health? I'm going to summarize a little bit what I said earlier, okay? If you are in this mode of loving yourself because you care of, I'm going to order water with lemon versus a soda like I normally do, you are already telling yourself and behaving in a manner of being responsible for your life. If you continue to drink a lot of soda, eventually you can get diabetes. I have had close people in my life who have died because of diabetes, because of the unhealthy choices that they that they did. And it sucks. It fucking sucks. I know, you know what? This is the thing, you guys, right now as I'm saying this, I always see the word, word or not the word, but like stickers. And it's like, fuck cancer. <laughs> I, oh, I know some of you are probably not going to like this or not. I, I'm not sure, but I'm, I really wanted to share with you this. We're talking about we have two choices, right? We have choices of eating healthy. We have choices of not. But, and I don't want to get so much into this cancer thing because there's so much going on with it that I, that's a totally different topic. But whenever I see that sticker or anything that says fuck cancer, it's like, yeah, fuck diseases, right? Forget it. We don't want diseases. But guess what? Who, who's creating it? We are feeding our bodies unhealthy things. So we do have a percentage of responsibility to take care of our body. And again, just do your research. Do your research. Everything that I say, I'm telling you based on what I have read, of what I've learned through workshops that I've attended, but it's just, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how much more to say it. But overall, you guys, just be very careful. Be very careful. It all starts with your thoughts, you guys. Be careful what you think because your thoughts turn into words. Be careful what you say because your words turn into actions. And be careful what you do because those actions can pretty much destroy your life can impact your life in a positive or negative depending on what route you're taking, okay? So the good implementations of good choices are patience. If you know you're not patient, all I have to tell you is like, what's the freaking rush? Why are you rushing? Is it because you're unorganized? Majority of the time, that's because it is. So that's, if you're unorganized, that means that's an unhealthy lifestyle because that's what actually causes accidents in the road. I'm running late, people are honking, road rage, and blah, blah, right? So you want to, like, be patient. It's okay. 
slow down. It's okay. I'm pretty sure if I asked you the question right now, do you want to be 89 years old right now? You're probably like in your 30s. You're like, oh, hell no. Right now, I just want to be like this age because I don't want to think of my 80s, which would be great. That's a good age as well to get on this if you take care of yourself, of course. But okay, then don't live life so fast. Just enjoy every moment. Chill. And the other implementation of good choices are respect. Starting with yourself. Respect yourself. Set boundaries. If Learn how to say no to people. Learn how to say no to yourself. No, I'm not going to eat that burger with a whole bunch of grief. Because I love myself so much that I have kids and I want to live longer. And even if you guys don't have kids, what is your purpose in life? Because if you know you have a purpose in life, then don't you want to continue to take care of yourself, to continue to fulfill and impact other people with your uniqueness, your gift? That's how I see it. The good implementation of good choices um, is also controlled anger. So the problem is not that you should never be angry. The thing is knowing how to be angry so that you're able to stop and bite your tongue sometimes and be like, okay, maybe that's not the right thing for me to say right now. I'm just going to hold it because I don't want to get crave chaos. And anger is also between life or death. It takes seconds for people to get angry and then they can lose their lives in seconds, lose their freedom in seconds. Um, communication, learning how to communicate your needs and wants. If you feel sad, communicate and say, hey, I feel sad today. Can you please just give me a time alone? A lot of the times people don't even say that. People just say, fuck, just fucking leave me alone. Blah, blah. But they say it in a very like angry manner. So then it creates chaos. So the good implementation of good choices based on our good emotions, like those good, healthy emotions. I mean, when I say healthy emotions, I say like, the, you know, happy, frustrated, emotive, I mean, unfrustrated and motivated. <laughs> That's what I mean. Um, the healthy lifestyle, you want to gravitate to that in your own way, of course, um, personal goals and the purpose in your life. The reason I put this here under implementation of good choices is because you're going to be able to create personal, realistic goals that, that you're going to work on in your life every single day of your life, um, every, however you are feel works for you because when you have goals and you feel like you have a purpose and because you then feel like you have a purpose, you look at the future more with hope. So hope is not a feeling. Hope is something you create. You have to create that. Okay. Hopefully this totally makes sense because overall of what I just read to you, and I say read because I'm reading my notes here. Because I want to just make sure I don't skip anything. It's between life or death. The healthy lifestyle is life. Unhealthy gravitates to the section of death. And obviously I get it. You know, we can say, oh, well, I can eat healthy all I want. And I can cross the street and get run over. Okay, well, tell me the chances of that. First of all, you have the choice of looking left and right. And making sure you don't cross somewhere. But I get it. Sometimes certain things happen when these expected um but the percentage of that is really low compared to what the numbers i read to you when it comes to disease in the body and if you have an unhealthy lifestyle 
you're not the only one that suffers. Your whole family and your whole entire family suffers. Your job. You are important in your job. If you're not there to do a certain work that you do it in your, in your way to help whatever company or agency you work with, yes, we're all replaced, but there's only one of you in this whole entire world. So the question for you is, do you want to live or do you want to die? And I'm pretty sure your answer is you want to live. We are trying to survive every single day, you guys. We get up and that's the purpose. We want to survive. But guess what? You also want to thrive. You want to thrive and do something bigger than yourself to also continue to impact other people's lives along with yours, starting with yours first, okay? Because in order for you to share so many great things, you have to give it to yourself first and see, hmm, right? And what does the word thrive mean? Well, it means to grow, to develop, to develop well, right? To succeed and to advance. And we all want to succeed. So if you want to thrive, not just survive, you want to make sure you're very cautious on the choices that you make on a daily basis. Be realistic with your goals. And if you at some point mess up and you're, if that's how you perceive it, which is, again, like I said, it's, it's being just human. If you perceive it as like, I messed up and I should, oh my God, I was doing good for a week and then it's okay. Don't let one choice of five minutes of choosing a burrito over a salad ruin your whole 24 hours. Okay. Just make sure you bring yourself back. That's all you can. You're going to bring yourself back into the healthy mode. And then it's okay to go and crave something. Like a burrito or tacos, Harvey, whatever it is that you crave. So what I mentioned earlier, how do we advance in life? And how do we thrive? Well, by first being alive. And in order to be alive, we have to make sure that we continue to feed our body what it needs and to feed our mind to also what it needs because it all starts in the mind. The things we have experienced have affect us of how we see life. Make sure that within yourself, whenever you are ready though, now we're not, not just because I'm saying it, but whenever you are ready to get that help, ask for help. Take care of your body, take care of your mind, take care of your spirit. The mind, body, and spirit approach. Thank you so much for listening to me. I wish you the freaking best in everything that you do. Another year, another life. Let's do this, you guys. We got this. Take care. God bless. Adios. This is Chicana Moms, and thank you so much for listening to me. You can visit my website at www.chicanamoms.com and send me an email. I would love to hear from you. You could also follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast. Thank you, and have a beautiful, blessed day. Adios. <laughs>